What's your name, mister? Kenshiro. Why did you come here? I'm looking for someone. Yuria. Who the fuck are you? Where'd you come from? There's one thing I hate. Goddamn martial artist. see it but you can almost see it in your mind right that's a uh, fist of the north star coming out for ps4 this fall I'm so excited for that game anyway hi uh welcome to monkey mode episode 20 brought to you by super the hardest presented by super the hardest how do i usually say that i don't know doesn't matter i guess uh, i believe this is episode 21 uh today we are going to do our e3 wrap-up so this is where phil and i are going to get together talk about maybe some of the games that didn't get a lot of uh, a lot of play on the main stage um, you'll hear more you'll hear us talk about this a little bit more but it just seems like I didn't see a lot of like side games you know like little maybe B C tier games this year um, even in the articles and I went looking for them too um, so we're gonna do our best we're gonna talk about that we're gonna just kind of wrap up our final thoughts on E3 2008 and uh, that's it, so here we go. Phil, E3 is a wrap, E3 2018. And what kind of a wrap would it be? Is it a spinach wrap? Is it a, you know, Mexican uh, style? Or it uh, was a wrap of some sort. It was a very bland wrap. Right, <laughs> of stuff that you can eat next year. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, so we talked the other day, right after the conferences were over. And, right. And uh, and then, you know, you had the idea that we would talk again once the whole show is over. So here we are. Um, and I thought it might be a good idea to maybe talk about games that weren't necessarily there on the main stage. Or uh, maybe games that just didn't get a lot of play, right? A lot of hype. Uh-huh. Um, Makes so, sense. So, I, I don't know. Uh, do you have anything you want to start with? or? Uh, I, I would say uh, I really enjoyed watching some videos of Hitman 2. And I've never played a Hitman game before. Yeah. Completely ignored it. Um, actually looked kind of fun. Yeah. Just yeah. something that stumbled on and I was like, oh, this actually looks pretty good. Right, the Hitman from like a year or so ago, uh, wasn't that an episodic game? Yeah, I believe it was, yeah. I've heard nothing but great things about it. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I haven't heard much about it. I know that um, they were working with Square Enix and they you know, basically decided not to, not to continue with the studio. They allowed them to keep the IP and they've, they've gone elsewhere, I guess. But 
So it's a good story of the creator being able to keep the IP and being able to bring it back. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it is episodic. Um, I think you can get like episode one from freaking for pretty cheap these days. Okay. So if you just want to give that a shot, um, yeah, I've never, I've never heard a bad thing about it, which is surprising because those Hitman games back what PS2 days were generally regarded as somewhat mediocre. Right, and that's that's my impression and memory of it is those like PS2 days. Maybe even was there even a PS1 version? Maybe I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but around that period, a long time ago, when we weren't old old men. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Before we had responsibilities and obligations. Right. Yeah. <laughs> those times. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I vaguely remember the boxes. I definitely remember that PS2 box of Hitman in stores. Uh, big bold dude on a red background yeah remember yep. that pretty well um but yeah never played one and uh it, it actually looked surprisingly thinky yeah yeah like like you can figure out lots of different ways of going about things and then it shows you at the end of it what you could have done differently and different ways you could have gone about it i think that's cool yeah totally totally um so a game that i'm very excited about um is a vr game when the PlayStation VR first came out, they let you download a free kind of little set of mini games called uh, Playroom VR. Right. And one of those got rave reviews by everybody who played it. It was a very brief platforming game. Mm-hmm. And I played it and I loved it. And like everybody else who played it and loved it, I said, I wish there was a full fledged game like this. Mm-hmm. And. Here we are. This fall, coming this fall, is Astrobot Rescue Mission, which is a fleshed-out platforming game in VR. It's got kind of like, I don't know, like an early, uh, like a like an early Ratchet and Clank look to it, right? If not, right. The, if not the gameplay, but the definitely the kind of the style and the look. Which sounds like it would work nicely in a VR sort of setting yeah it's really color colorful you got those little uh yeah those little playroom bots running around and you have to control one and rescue the other bots and stuff like that uh this will be a day one purchase for me because i loved the platforming level of playroom vr in fact i don't think i even played any of the other levels on playroom vr i just kept i just kept going back to this one over and over again so i watched a playthrough video of it and i'm like boom this is exactly what i asked for so that's pretty cool. You know what was crazy about that Playroom VR um, platforming level um, was uh, I, I get a little motion sickness a little bit when I play VR. Uh, I didn't get any motion sickness in this until you walk into a very small cave and hanging down from the cave are some vines. Mm-hmm. So as you walk through it, the vines kind of go over your face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like <laughs> there, I don't know what it is, but there's something about that that every time I walk past those vines now, I have to close my eyes. Oh, that's that's interesting. You know, there's a um, I don't know if you know about this. I think it's in Utah somewhere. There is a VR escape room experience, but you're literally in a whole room that they've decked out for the VR physically. Yeah. And uh, I've heard that one of the craziest bits of that is you're like walking through this cave. So think of it as being something like, you know, kind of aliens where you're a Marine with a gun walking yep. through. You got this whole environment. It's physical. You're actually walking around. And then they have these uh, things of silk 
dropping down from the ceiling that you actually physically feel. Oh, really? And then spiders, then spiders jump out at you from there. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like the vines, but with spiders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, there's cool stuff you can do with that. I haven't got to try that yet, but I do want to. It sounds fun. And yeah. pukey. And <laughs> pukey, yeah. <laughs> uh, what else you got? Uh, you know, for me, I, I, I'm glad to see a lot of positive opinions on Bloodstained, which is the uh, yeah. the kind of Castlevania successor. I don't know if you played the like 8-bit thing they released a couple of weeks ago. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, sounds like sounds like people are pretty happy about this one too it didn't turn out to be another kind of mighty number nine situation where spiritual successor just goes wrong in every conceivable way and you know given the number of delays a lot of people were definitely panicking for that one so yeah could be that this is a kickstarter gone right so (laughs) awesome yay not many of those actually ever really happened so (laughs) yeah Yeah, totally that's, that's cool so yeah i'm looking forward to seeing more of that um so yeah Fingers right. crossed. Uh, for me, the next one is uh, a game that everybody's known about for a while now, but uh, it was cool to see it uh, localized, you know, see that it is being localized and will be coming on October 2nd, uh, Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise. Right, yep. Did, did yep. you see this, Phil? Uh-huh. Oh, it's my pretty God. awesome. It looks so good. It's ridiculous. I, kn- I know next to nothing about the anime, Right, um, but uh, I don't care. I'm gonna play the shit out of this game. Uh-huh. Made by the Yakuza team, is that right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And from what I remember of the anime, I don't think I I may have seen like one episode in Japanese. I don't think I ever saw it like a translated. And from what I remember, it was some dude who looked like Japanese Chuck Norris with lots of fists. Yep. yep. So I'm down for that. Yeah. <laughs> the only the only exposure I've had to this uh, series or this this franchise is I believe they had an NES game, Fist of the North oh, Star. And, that rings a bell. Yep, and a friend of mine and I in junior high, we rented it from like a gas station. This was, you know, back in the 80s uh-huh. where, you, where you could rent uh, NES games from like anywhere. You know, you could you go to like a coffee shop and they'd have a kiosk full of NES games. But anyway, uh, we rented Fist of the North Star and we couldn't get past like the second level or something, I think, because... There is no exit. We're like, how do we get out of here? You know, most mm-hmm. of these games, these beat 'em ups, you just keep walking right, right? Well, mm-hmm. we kept walking right, and we hit a dead end. We're like, well, and it literally, literally, no. like, literally, <laughs> yeah. like an hour, we just kept like going back and forth, looking for a door, looking for something. Nope, that was it. So that's huh. that's, that's really the only exposure I have with that game. Well, hopefully, this game is better. Yeah, just just randomly like no exit to a level. It looks freaking yeah. amazing. It looks this game looks like everything I love about video games. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. Um, just just crazy fun. Phil, what's next for you? Uh, I would say, I, it's not like it's not a major game or anything, but it wasn't in any of the conferences, and it was kind of surprising to me was the new Sonic Racing thing. Oh, yeah, um, uh, Sonic Team Racing, yeah. Yeah, just, um, I don't know what I think about it yet, but I was surprised at how different it was to the prior game, right? It doesn't seem that related. Oh, really? So, so I didn't watch any footage of that. Um, what's uh, what's different about it? Um, it's only Sonic and his furry friends, so that's oh. one thing that, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, it seems like it's... Uh, <sighs> The tracks are a little bit more defined from what I saw, so it's not as crazy 
like one minute you're flying through the air kind of thing. It looks more, I'll tell you what it reminded me of from the footage I saw was, you remember the Mario Kart arcade game? Yeah, yeah. It kind of reminds me of that in like the track design. And I only watched one video of it, so it could be more than that, but it seemed less crazy than the last games. Hmm, okay. So I, I don't know what to think of it yet. I want to dig around and find more footage and see see what was there. But there... I, I was just surprised that it did it did seem like it was very different than the first one. Is there any sort of story mode? Don't know. Diddy that's Kong, a good question. Diddy Kong Racing style. I yeah, that's a good question. I don't know about that. I thought I, had, I thought I had heard that, but maybe I'm getting that mixed up with the uh, Star Fox rumor. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I literally know next to nothing about this thing. I just saw the video come on and I was like, oh, that doesn't look like the same game as the last one, huh? Yeah. Okay. Right, right. Okay, so it's not just a direct sequel, it's something else. Sure. Okay. Uh, next up for me, I watched uh, uh, like probably 20 minutes of footage on Soul Calibur Six. Oh, I was going to go there next too. Yeah. All yeah. right. So let's talk about it That's together. Cool. Um, so I keep holding out for Huang to show up, <laughs> and and I don't think Huang's ever coming back. Uh, uh, my no, no Huang for you. No Huang for me. My like most people, um, my first exposure to Soul Calibur was the Dreamcast game on nine right. nine nine ninety nine, and. Uh, and Huang, I believe, was an unlockable character, and I unlocked him and played with him for the rest of the game. Like went through the mm -hmm. whole quest mode every time. Uh, I was unemployed at the time. I had gotten laid off, so I had three months of unemployment, where I just got crazy fucking good at Soul Calibur. I've never been good at a fighting game before in my life, mm -hmm. but holy Christ, I dominated this game, and it was all thanks to Huang. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's funny you say that. I had um, I had an E3 experience with um, Soul Calibur two back in like two thousand and two, two thousand three, whenever that was. Yeah, uh, with Link. And um, I actually managed to beat down most everybody at that yeah. tournament. Yeah. And like I was not like I had no idea what I was doing, but uh, <laughs> Shanghua was my character, and uh, yeah, it was like I could only play on the uh, so they they did like this tournament thing. Yeah. And, uh, did very well. I won a copy of the Japanese copy of the game from the tournament. Oh, I did nice. pretty well. Nice. <laughs> I beat down a whole bunch of people in the press who were apparently experts and super, <laughs> super competitive about it. Um, and uh, it was only if they, cause it, that character Shanghua was in the first one, but was an unlockable character in this one. So thankfully in the tournament, they had that unlocked. And uh, it was just glorious. I mean, I had no idea what I was doing, but I did pretty well. <laughs> so, so about this new game, um, yeah. Soul Calibur Six. Have you heard anything about like a quest mode, like in in the old ones? No, yeah. I haven't. And that's a good question. I hadn't heard anything about that. The only thing that I saw that was striking was this like um, rock paper scissors mechanic thing that they were doing. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that, where it's kind of like you seem to be able to like stack up other people's moves and power that they hit you with, and then unleash it in like a combo, and you can. Like rock, paper, scissors, what the combo of moves is going to be, whether they're high, medium, or low. The other person's got to try and guess. And, and oh, uh, okay. so it's kind of like if you land it right, you get this like crazy power combo thing. And so yeah. I don't know. That seemed to be, I don't remember that being in the last one. I don't remember that being in five. All right. Honestly, the only, I mean, 90% of the reason I want this game is because of Soul Calibur's quest mode. Mm -hmm. um, I, I had so much fun with it. it. It reminds me, you know, like Virtua Fighter 4 Evo's uh, 
uh, what is it called? Uh, fuck, now I'm forgetting. Kumite mode or something like that, mm-hmm. I, where you go to the local arcades and you, you know, you, yeah, try, that you was, try to compete. That was so cool. I, I love that stuff, and I yeah. wish more fighting games did that. I think you know, Street Fighter Five, the arcade edition. You know, they tried. They, they put some of that stuff in there, but mm-hmm. not, it, it's never been as deep or as just awesome as like the original couple Soul Calibur games. Um, right. But, you know, like where they had like, oh, you've got, you're on a slippery floor or there's an earthquake. You have to get them out in 10 seconds and shit like that. God, I just, I, think, I, I ate that, that up. Wasn't that one with like bombs dropping or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I loved it, man. I loved those games. Yeah. Or those modes, I should say. Um, okay, so we both talked Soul Calibur Six. Uh, next up, Tetris Effect. Yeah. Um, they did show some gameplay. Um, uh, Mitsuguchi and Mark McDonald were on the PlayStation uh, stage uh, mm-hmm. with an interview. Um, and the game looks great. I can't wait to see it in VR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm all about it. I'll buy that up completely. I still have no idea. I still have no idea what that song was from the trailer. No, yeah, I can't find I, it. I no, I don't know. You know, I didn't even think about what it was ever. To yeah. be honest, but, I, go- yeah. I googled it. I was like, Tetris Effect trailer song, nothing. But nothing. he does like to do his own stuff, right? When he did, um, uh, was it Luminous? He had the oh, whole yeah. Genki Rockets thing, which was just a made-up, yeah, kind yeah. of virtual girl thing that they made up, and it was all music that. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it's something that they've come up with for this, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know you know, what, one thing I'll say, John, about this year's E3, more than any other, is it seems hard to find out information about games that weren't in the conferences yeah. compared to previous years. So I don't know if you found the same thing. Totally. Like, people are only talking about and showing footage of the stuff that was in the conferences. So, like, was there just less there or... I don't know, man. I, I I I discovered the same thing when I was preparing for our conversation. Like I went to IGN and I scrolled through everything. Mm-hmm. I went through US Gamer. I went through Kotaku. Kotaku even had an article called "Stuff You Probably Missed from E3," or, and and there was only like one game on there that I hadn't heard of, you know. And wow, and I was like, oh, and, and most of the stuff that they had on there were were like PC, you know, coming to Steam early access kind of shit. Um, so yeah, I, I just, I, I found the same thing to be true. It's, it's a very odd thing. It's like, there's a lot of coverage of the same few games, but I just like, you know, E3 pretty well. Usually there's a bunch of random shit down in the, in the Kensha hall. Um, I don't get any vibe of any of that stuff. I don't know. Like, is it, so the last couple of years, Nintendo definitely took this approach of having like handful of things only that they were going to have on the show floor i wonder if others have just started following suit and there was just simply less there than previous years that's a possibility man and you know a lot of this stuff that was in the press conferences even was trailer only and not games that were actually on the floor um and there seemed to be a lot of like secret press only showings which in this day and age is kind of pointless but yeah so I don't know. I just yeah. I I gotta admit I I really struggled trying to find stuff that was not the things we'd already seen. Yep. Um, right on. So it's not just me. No, that's no, good. No. All right. Yeah. What else you got on your list? Uh, on my list, um, I think, I think I saw the Shadow of the Tomb Raider stuff. It was a little bit better than I was expecting from the the trailers. Um, they went through and did a whole like event at the Coliseum where they went through some of the motion capture and stuff, and it seems like. 
um, there's an attitude change in how the game is. You actually bring about the apocalypse accidentally by being too over the top. And it's like, oh shit, now what do you do? Yeah, so yeah, I, I kind of like that change up of like being the underdog to, no, you're the one that actually caused the thing that you were trying to do. And like, yeah. how does that play out? Could be interesting. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, so that one's not far off either. So that's that's kind of cool. Uh, what else was on the list? I, I did watch the video of the uh, Demon X Machina that they put oh, up on the yeah, Treehouse. Oh, yeah, so did I. That, that one's actually on my list next. So, yeah, let's mm-hmm. talk about that. I uh, think that looked awesome. I mean, the guy didn't really play it very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, give it to the developer. Let him play it. Yeah, but yeah. I, I just like where it's coming from. Yep, same here. I, I'll totally buy this. I'm, I'm yeah. really excited for it. Yeah. So I, I think given... I can't. There's not much more coming to mind. But what I what I'm thinking is maybe we should talk about like the notable absences, right? Because there's tons of stuff that. Yeah. Let me uh, let me get a couple more off my off okay. my off my list here. Dragon Quest Eleven. Um, oh yeah. I watched, yeah. Of course. Yeah. I, I watched some gameplay of it, and granted, Square showed a bit of it at their conference, but you know nothing really uh, of substance. But I watched about ten minutes of gameplay. Uh, I can't wait, man. It just mm-hmm. looks it looks amazing. You know how good the the Nino Cooney games look. Mm-hmm. This reminds me of that, but in a world that I actually am super interested in. Um, there is another one called Sable. Have you seen this? No. Sable is an indie game. Um, I'm pretty sure it's coming to PS4. Um, okay. I I I saw a GIF of it about a year ago, on I think. Uh, Resetera, or someplace. Somebody just posted this random GIF of it, or GIF, mm-hmm. or whatever. However, we're going to pronounce it today. Well, let's pronounce it GIF. Okay, I prefer GIF. Um, I do too. Do you know why it stands for Graphic Interchange Format? There you GIF. go. That's what we're graphic, rolling with. Graphics. Graphic starts with a G. That's a hard G. Not a, not a G. Yeah, right. Besides, GIF in in Europe is washing up liquids. So, oh, well, in the United States, it's also a peanut butter. So, see, there you go. <laughs> All right, so somebody posted like this in in this random thread. They posted just this thing, uh-huh. and it was you know five second clip, and it just captured my imagination. The animation style, it was so amazing, so, and uh-huh. and I hadn't heard of it since. I, you know, I googled it at the time. I was like, what is this game? And uh, and then boom, I I saw it um, on YouTube yesterday, um, um, and it looks crazy. I still don't know what the game is, but it's got a bit of a vibe. Of uh, uh, ah, Jesus, a Nausicaa. Uh, mm-hmm. um, it's got a bit of that kind of, uh, I don't know, I guess post apocalyptic is too easy of a descriptor. Um, but it's, let's just say it's got a bit of that Nausicaa vibe where there's like this, this I, th- I don't know if it's a, a young boy or girl, I, I'm not sure, uh, riding like this machinery uh, through like a desert kind of area. And then goes into a temple, and it and it almost has like um, a, a, a vibe of like Eco or Shadow of the Colossus, but with like an anime kind, like a hand drawn. This is all very obviously hand drawn style, um, and it looks incredible. So it's called Sable. Um, mm-hmm. Another game, another indie game uh, that I'm super interested in is called Desert Child. You seen this one? No, no, I haven't. So this also has a really cool uh, animated style. It's it's kind of like pixel art, um, but it's got like this, you know, kind of really, I don't know, hipster style, I guess. But there, it's got a huge emphasis on big fat beats, 
you know, the, the music going. And, okay. and so, you know, there, there are scenes, it looks like the gameplay is kind of a shoot 'em up, but almost like an isometric shoot 'em up. Uh-huh. And then interspersed in between the shots of the gameplay are just this dude with like big headphones on walking in, getting some ramen, you know, like just weird shit like that, you know, uh, going to a store, getting some records or whatever. I don't know, man, but it, it looks, it looks cool as hell. It, it looks really cool. Um, so that's the end of my list. Huh. Did you ever get to check out a trailer of Starlink or the gameplay of that? Uh, I yeah. did not. Uh, I read today, though, that even with the physical version, it's going to eat up 21 gigs on your uh, hard drive or on your uh, oh. SD card, depending what you have. Um, so I saw that and I was like, huh, well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I should. Oh, maybe I'll still have space. I went ahead and bought a two fifty six gig card for mine. Yeah, I forget what I have. Um, I, I don't. I think it's bigger than a one twenty eight. What's like in between yeah. one twenty eight and two fifty six? I don't know. It was, it was. It's a two hundred. Yeah, I think that's what I've got. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought that one looked interesting. Uh, there was a game, and I'm I'm blanking on the title now. Um, that was kind of an indie indie game coming out. They they featured it for like two seconds during the Nintendo stream originally in the in the conference. Okay. And uh, what I read about it was it was actually by a bunch of cool Square Enix folk and some of the guys responsible for things like The World Ends With You. Oh, okay. So like I didn't get a chance to find any footage of it, but I, I took note of it. And I'm like, okay, I need to go back and find this thing because like that's, that's pretty decent pedigree. Like yeah. it could be cool. Yeah, totally. I tell you what, I wish though. I wish there'd have been something like a Sushi Strikers. Yep. You know what I mean? Like some sort of wacky, weird kind of like off the wall, random E3 game that I'm sure there's one out there. I just haven't seen it yet. But yeah. I think, uh, I mean, Demon X Machina is the closest we got to that during the conference. Right. Um, that that came out of nowhere for me. I mean, and they led the conference with it, which was right. a, which was which was a shock. So notable absences you want to discuss? Uh, mother yeah. Mother Three. Yeah, that's not being that's not <laughs> happening. It's, that's in the pile with F Zero, my friend. I'm sorry. Um, the pile of lost dreams. <laughs> yeah, I just I just thought we'd start with that. Absolutely, but there's stuff that's definitely like um, we know it's coming. We've seen some stuff of it, but I don't think it was that like uh on the switch we've got uh the no more heroes sort of sequel, oh right Travis strikes again right uh, yeah i forgot about like, that where was that <laughs> yeah yeah yoshi yoshi yeah that's been delayed to yeah. 2019 yeah. um obviously metroid which we didn't i don't think uh, i don't know I, don't, I i was always 50 50 i think on that one ever being in, in the in this show yeah i was hoping we'd get just at least a little glimpse more than you know a logo mm-hmm. you know but but i, I like uh, maybe like more dlc for zelda or mario i figured would have been there yeah i was hoping for like some dlc from mario i thought that would have been right. really cool and the format of that game really lends it to you know you can just bolt on more worlds yeah no absolutely. problem yep. like just go ahead and do that no problem yep. um uh what else was missing uh, anything from the last guardian team it's been a couple of years now <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy VII. Right. That's um, 
uh, in the pile of lost dreams, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Nomura? Is that his uh-huh. name? Uh, he said today that it is in development phase. It's no longer like in planning phase. It's in the active development phase. So, Right. Who knows? But what's odd is like, why kind of post up that weird like screenshot on somebody's screen? Yeah, and like then, just a, just like a week and a half, two weeks before, if I remember rightly, it wasn't long ago. Yeah. So this this appears just before the show. Get everyone excited! Like, do you not think that people are going to react badly when there's nothing there? Yeah. Uh, TGS also, maybe. Think it'll maybe. Yeah. I don't maybe. Know. Uh, you know, it's funny. Is Square tends to like the Jump Fest in December? Oh, I think yeah. in in Japan for the yeah. Final Fantasy stuff. So maybe then. I don't know. Um. I mean, I guess he's got Kingdom Hearts almost coming out, so <laughs> yeah, that's been a while. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, um, uh, but there's definitely like um, Shenmue. Shenmue is another big example of that, right? We've seen we've seen stuff of it in the last yeah. few months, bits and pieces. And... We've seen a lot more of that than we have of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, I'll give him credit on that. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's actually likely to come out. Um, within the next decade yeah oh i guess speaking of shenmue so they didn't show like the shenmue remasters no which i think that's been confirmed right that's like 30 30 bucks and the the information's out there yep totally so yeah why not not bring it i'd love to see what it looks like so here's here's where i'm going with the notable absences and it it could just be as i say that we're not seeing what was on the show floor because people aren't reporting it yeah i don't know but when you think of like Sega, you think of Capcom, uh, Konami, and some of these other ones. Where would they? I mean, Konami, I guess, is kind of self-explanatory. But yeah. what did Capcom have this year? Where's like the next Phoenix Wright or whatever? Mm-hmm. You know, I, as yeah. far as I can tell, Devil May Cry, and that was it. Uh, Resident Re- Evil. Re- yeah, Resident Evil yeah. Two. That's all I. Uh, well, they've got the Monster Hunter spinoff with Square, I guess, or, uh-huh. or crossover, I should say. Right. Um, other than that, I uh, I'm trying. That to... seems really light for a Capcom lineup at an E3. Yeah, yeah. I uh-huh. wonder. I wonder like... what. I wonder what their booth was like. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, so the, yeah, just an odd thing. Like Sega. I mean, they showed a couple of things, as, but like no main team stuff outside of the Yakuza team, right? I mean. There was uh, they showed, well, well, they showed um, Yakuza Kiwami 2. Okay. And, uh, and then just uh, Fist of the North Fist Star. Fist of the North Star. Yeah. But yeah, was, was there anything from Atlas? I didn't see anything from Atlas. Oof, I'm pretty sure there was. Uh, there was there were Persona dance games or some shit. Uh, okay. Um, but I yeah. I, I just, yeah, as I say, it just feels like a really light E3, like yeah. all around. Like, yeah. where are oh, the games Capcom. this year? Capcom. They had uh, they had Mega Man Eleven. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, and it actually looks half decent. It does. Oh uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah. That's one that I will keep an eye on. Okay, so I'm looking at the Capcom booth right now. Pictures uh-huh. of it. I see Ghost Trick. I see uh, Biohazard: The Dark Side Chronicles. Wait a minute. What is this? This is from 2009, John. You're a dummy. <laughs> You're a... You know, it's funny. I did try and do a lot of these searches before doing this podcast and couldn't yeah. find anything on. Like, even like, uh, you know, Reggie fils interview, couldn't yeah. find anything. There was like one small snippet of an interview. I'm like, yeah. what is going on? 
Right, right. Uh, this guy says, uh, what does he got here? Ba -ba 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 -ba. Street Fighter merchandise. So they're doing a lot of Street Fighter stuff. Uh -huh. Wow, tons of Street Fighter stuff. Uh, and and he's and then he says, "Well, uh, the rest of it was pretty mundane." Yeah. Okay. Well. All right then. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I guess the other big one is like anything running on a 3DS. Like yeah, I, ha yeah. I, don't th I don't think I've seen a single game announcement from third party or Nintendo on a 3DS game, which yeah. is odd given the install base. The sales are still pretty high. Uh, it's just weird. Yeah, yeah, and and especially since they seemed pretty, you know, well, I guess it's probably just all marketing speak, but they seem pretty adamant that, oh, the, the 3DS is going to be with us for a while, you know. Right. Um, but, yeah. I mean, the only thing I could find was a comment that the uh, sales during the, in the, during the Christmas period uh, were up, I think it was 26%, something like that, and then... The rest of the sales this year so far are up ten percent year on year for the hardware at least. That's crazy. So I'm like, so where are the games? Yeah. I don't know, but like, uh, well, for example, like Luigi's Mansion. So that was. Uh, is that? So I saw the cover all over Twitter. Did they announce the original Luigi's Mansion? Yeah, for 3DS. Yeah, oh, okay. it's, a it's a remake of the original in the in the sequels engine on the 3DS. Okay. Okay. I so. Gotcha. I, I yeah. like I liked the sequel on 3DS. I thought that was yeah, good. I did too. I, I didn't finish it because I got bored at the last level. <laughs> <laughs> I did the exact same thing, and my wife did too. Yeah, like the last level, yeah. I was like, the last level was so tedious, mm -hmm. and I was just like, you know what? Fuck this, I'm done. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I know very well. <laughs> that's crazy. All right, yeah. man. So. so I, I feel like E3 this year has been more about absence than it has, has been about content, right? right. So I want to things that have been there have been mainly January, February yeah. releases for next year. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I want to give. I've, I forgot one last thing on my um, on my list of games and stuff to uh -huh. see at E3 that we didn't really see, and and I think you and I talked about this briefly the other day, but um, we now have some hands-on impressions of the Polymega. The, uh, oh the, right, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The retro clone console, mm -hmm. um, and uh, the hands-on impressions are very positive. Sweet. Uh, um, I, I I retweeted some video of it and a couple articles, um, and I'm I'm buying this thing. Um, it looks great. I mean, it's got this. So it, it's connected online, right? So it's got uh -huh. it's got Wi-Fi built in, and you pop a game in it. So they showed. Um, they showed Street Fighter Two Championship Edition for the uh, PC Engine. Okay. And they, so, so first you pop in the module into the main base, right? Mm -hmm. And then you put your game your game in, and it recognizes the game, like it searches for it, and then it says, "Is this your game?" Like it's a Street Fighter Two Championship Edition, mm -hmm. and you say yes, and then it adds a thumbnail of that game to your library. It's pretty awesome. And then and then but what I was most concerned about was the video output quality. Like does this upscale your game and allow it to look good on an HD TV? And from all accounts and from the videos that I watched, it looks fantastic. Oh um, sweet. And I didn't I mean nobody nobody really talked about um performance lag or anything like that, uh -huh. so that I'm not sure about. Um and I you know, and that's a total concern, right? Um 
but uh, based on everything so far, you know, fingers crossed, it looks pretty great. Um, they also popped in like, so the base unit that it comes with has a disc drive built in and the disc drive plays uh, turbo CDs, Sega CDs, PlayStation one, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Neo Geo CDs even. And so they, huh. they took, uh, they took Xeno gears and they popped it in the disc and boom, Xeno gears pops up on the screen. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, and they, they popped in uh, a turbo CD game and there you go. They're playing the turbo CD game. Uh, also cool is it has built in memory. So, um, or I think it has, I think it has SD card memory, maybe something like that. Um, but anyway, save states. So save states are a thing. Cool. Um, which is a bonus, right? I mean, uh, how, how often do I just not play an old school game because damn, the saving so freaking tedious, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Polymega, Oh, they announced the price, uh, 250 bucks for the base unit. Okay. And then I think they said 50, 40 or $50 for each additional unit mm. uh, for, for the, for the, for the modules. I'm, I'm buying them all. Fuck it, man. I know you are. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I, and and if it were well, if it works as advertised, uh, this thing's going to have a permanent home under my TV. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, so I'm super excited about it. Um, it it also comes the base unit comes with a Bluetooth control wireless controller. Uh huh. Um, that it sounds like it feels good. I've gotten I've read good reports. Everybody says it feels decent. Um, and then every uh, expansion module comes with uh, their version of that module's controller. So like the Turbo, Turbo Graphics PC Engine module comes with their version of a PC Engine controller. I wonder how those are going to translate, um, you know, being third party and yep. not the originals. I wonder how that's going to feel. That's going to be interesting to know. Yep. Those I do not think are wireless. I'm not sure. Um, but they have the, they have like the home button. Uh, so, uh-huh. so like, you know, I guess that's the main function of those, but I was pretty impressed that even with the turbo graphics one, uh, they got the turbo switches on there. Sweet. But nice work guys. Nice work. I was, <laughs> I was impressed by that. So, uh, if anybody listening is interested, go to polymega.com and check it out. Cause it's, it, it's a pretty sweet looking device. Cool. So yeah, I'll talk more about it when I actually buy it. So Phil, before we wrap it up. Yeah, I have a proposal. Um, I'm going to do it. On I do. Air. I'm going to do it on on air. So uh, you do. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, uh, Any so, anytime, any place. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm I'm thinking we should just get together. Uh, uh-huh. Maybe maybe weekly if we can. Uh, uh-huh. If if not, you know, just as often as we can, and just geek out about video games. Sure. You all right with that? Let's do it. Yeah, All right. Absolutely. So I was thinking, I was thinking that, uh, you know, I'll even make it easy for you. Like I'll find topics and shit to talk about and then I'll just, I'll just throw them off you. I'll bounce throw them it off you. Throw it in my head and see what comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, because I love your perspective. You always have a, you always have a good perspective. So I just thought it might be fun. Uh, I'll, I'll take you up on that. All right, man. Yeah. So. Many, so, many more controversial opinions, I yes, guess. Yes, exactly. <laughs> man, so, I feel like my opinions this year have been like so negative, though. Yeah. It's like, man, this year has not been the E3 of dreams. No. Like, everything has just been so muted and dull, and it's like, ah, I want to love this so much. Yeah, exactly. This is not the most wonderful time of the year, damn it. Um, I'm going to give E3 a, uh, a C-. minus. I think you're being generous. Yeah, yeah. I think you are, because... Uh, uh, for such a focus on supposedly games coming out this year, 
there really weren't any. And yeah. I, I'm looking at this going, I think this might be the first E3 where I have no idea what my games are going to be between now and the end of the year. Yeah. Like, it's going to be few and far between. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, of all the games that we talked yeah. about uh, the other day and then all the games that we talked about tonight, I can maybe count all the games I'm going to buy this year on one hand. Right. And it's just baffling and crazy to me because normally, I mean, like if you look at last year, twenty yeah, 2017 was just such an incredible year for video games. 2016 was a pretty incredible year too. I just don't see any of that coming yeah. out this year. It's so bizarre. And the stuff that is coming out is the kind of B-tier stuff. Yeah. Like Game of the Year might well be God of War as one of the first things that came out <laughs> no. the year. Right? <laughs> no, <laughs> my, like, my vote's going to Sushi Striker. Sushi Striker <laughs> for the win. Absolutely. <laughs> I still got to pick that up at some point. I did play the demo and it was fun. Yeah, that's good. And uh, Oh, you know what I did? I did start playing the Octopath Traveler demo. Oh, well. I, I, I downloaded it today. I haven't played it. How do you like it? I just uh, I love the vibe of it, man. It's uh, awesome. I keep I keep hearing rumors of this Final Fantasy VI remake, and if they were to do potentially that in this engine, oh wow! Could you imagine that? It would be yeah. just incredible. But yeah, I mean everything so far is great. The music is good. The art style is just phenomenal. Um, it's just going to be a case of seeing like after this first chapter for each character, how does it how does it feel after that? But the battles seem good. I don't know. I'm I'm pretty positive on that. So Octopath Traveler is definitely one thing I will be purchasing this year, and that comes out in just a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, man. There you go. So, yeah. It's so, what, I mean, what's your E3 grade? E3 E3 grade. That's tough to say. Uh, since mine was too high, at C minus. So, the benchmark of bad E3s, right? Yeah. Was I think 2003. Okay. That was the that was the Nintendo Pac-Man year, if you remember that one. Oh, I think that fuck, I think that might have actually been my first or second E3 too, right. that I that I went to. Yeah. Same here. And it's um I look back on that and now I'm looking at this. I mean, if you just took Nintendo, right? And this was an off year for Nintendo at that point and people were like, Where are all the games? Yeah. You had you had ten eighty, you had WarioWare. You had Custom Robo, <laughs> you yeah. had uh, F-Zero, you had Star Fox, you had Mario Kart Double Dash, you had the Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes uh, thing, um, there was Kirby's Air Ride, Oof. and there was just a ton more. That was the first WarioWare year, right? Yeah. There, there was the Wario World game and yeah. the WarioWare game. Phil, you are, uh, you, you've got an encyclopedic memory because as you're, na- as you're naming these games, I'm remembering that booth. Like, right and walking oh, yeah. and walking from kiosk to kiosk, right? Yeah, yeah, and and I, that was the first WarioWare year because WarioWare uh, came out like right after E3. Uh-huh. But the job I had at the time, I had no idea why. But I went into our mailroom one day, and there was a giant box, like a big fucking box, uh-huh. just full of WarioWare cartridges, like advanced release, like like demos i guess right right and i'm standing there and i'm like this game doesn't come out for another few weeks what the hell so me being me i grabbed a handful i'm like shit (laughs) they're sitting here wide open box next to all the free junk so i grabbed a handful i gave one to hilden i gave one to remember joe Mackey. he got one Uh yeah i I had i had like a dozen of them i was just handing them Uh out yeah it was great anyway 
Yeah, I mean, there was uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. That was that year. Yes. And then you expand out. There was uh, the Mega Man Network Transmission. There was Metal Gear Solid 3. There was the Castlevania game. There was just, when you look at it, there was just tons of stuff. And that was supposed to be an off year. And uh, yeah, again, going back to Nintendo, you had the Pac-Man thing and the Ridge Racer thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm looking at that lineup now and just what happened this year because like even expanding out to the third parties and stuff there was just a ton of stuff there and people thought it was an off year yeah and it was like i think resi 4 was kind of they had the trailer for that there as well and there was just just a ton of stuff and i think there was a silent hill there there was was just tons of stuff and it's like where is all of that stuff this year yeah yeah like, can you imagine the the depressing age of Nintendo, where their conference only includes an F Zero, a Ten Eighty, a Kirby, a Metal Gear, a Resident <laughs> Evil, and it's like, and two Wario games. Yeah. Uh, it's like, how? Like, it's just weird to me that that's that's kind of the current state of things right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know development cycles are longer, so that plays into it, obviously. But I feel like the strategy has changed. I think the stuff is there. They just don't want to announce it early anymore. Yeah, I, I was I was going to say before that with Nintendo, I think it's fair that we'll probably see a few uh, uh, Nintendo directs where, where mm-hmm. you know, because they they seem to focus a little more on those now and not not give yeah. so much to E three. You know, they save shit for that now, which is fine. I mean, that's cool getting like little mini E threes uh, throughout mm-hmm. the year. I'm, I'm fine with it. But yeah, all right, man. Well, yeah. I think we've drained E3. You still didn't give yeah. it. A, you still didn't give it a grade. I'm gonna go with an E. An E. Wow. All right. Not an cool. E3, three. So it's now E4. Not quite enough. Yeah. Oh. Not quite enough. I think there was a passable amount there to just carry it over. But man, was that a light year of stuff? And yeah, yeah, just a lot of B and C tier stuff, and very little on the A tier. Right on. Well. Well, we did have Mario and yeah. Zelda last year, so I don't think right. we can complain too much about an off year. Here's, here's what I can say is I think it's sad that this year probably the game of the show is going to go to Cyberpunk, hmm. right? Which was a press only behind closed doors and just a trailer. Yeah. yeah. Um, that to me is like if you're giving the game of the year to something that isn't quite real yet and people didn't actually play at the show, that's a little... I mean, I'm sure it's a great game. I, I'm super psyched for it, but yeah, yeah. it just kind of tells you there wasn't much to really go off. Well, hopefully it doesn't go to Death Stranding. Okay, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna knock my grade down to an F just for Death Stranding because <laughs> that's just like the more I, I've rewatched the trailer twice since then. Yeah, and each time I rewatch, I'm like, what is going on here? This is like worse every time i look at it you start noticing some of the weird oddities about the animation and stuff and it's like people keep calling it gameplay why do they keep calling it gameplay they're pushing left on the damn stick or maybe right on the damn stick and that's all they're doing yeah i uh i look at that trailer and i just want to scream bullshit right i want to be like carl pilkington and just be like bullshit <laughs> and uh, yeah, where where is Carl Pilkington these days, man? Yeah, I don't know. The world needs more Carl Pilkington. <laughs> sure does. I wish he could review E3 with us. That'd be like the best thing ever. Oh, uh, you'd just be pulling out bullshits left and right. Yep. All right, man. Well, on that cool. note, I will talk to you hopefully next week. Okay, let's do it. All right, see you, man. See ya. Bye. Come on. 
So that's it with Phil for E3. Hopefully we can get him back, you know, on a regular basis for gaming talk. 612-424-3835. Mailbag at mojomenace.com. Find us on the forums, mojomenace.com slash forums or at superthehardest on Twitter. Thanks for joining us, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, be back soon. To Hilden, Don Chichio.